Your exclusive home of the D-backs. Diamondbacks. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. D-backs manager Tori Lovello joins Burns and Gambo to talk D-backs baseball. Every Tuesday at 2.30, we get the pleasure of talking Diamondbacks baseball with the manager himself, Tori Lovello, who joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. D-backs and the Padres, game two of their series tonight. Skip, welcome to the show. Thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Always my pleasure, boys. I got to tell you, Skip, uh, you know, last week I'm with a friend uh, having some pizza, waiting for our kids to finish baseball practice. And the, the guys at the bar at the pizza joint, they're, they're watching the D-backs game. They're talking D-backs. I go to the gym this morning. First guy, Ed, says, hey, did you watch that game yesterday with the D-backs? And another guy, Steve, said, yeah, I've been watching. I've got so many people. The first thing that they're saying to me right now is asking, how about those D-backs? You've got a lot of people in this town talking about your baseball team right now. I appreciate I appreciate that. Um, I know you guys are always spreading the good word too, but um, we're we're proud of that. Um, we've got to go out and play good baseball. We want to uh, win our fans back. We've had a couple of lean years, but we understand um, challenging times hit everybody. But um, we have a responsibility each and every day to go out there and play as hard as we can, and we've been doing a really good job of that. And we've had a lot of really positive results. But we are we are we are still churning. We are still pushing every single day to teach help these players grow, but we're in a, we're in a good spot. And we're proud of that, but we still got some work to do. All right, I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to start with Ryan Nelson and the unbelievable performance yesterday uh, that he had. First Diamondback pitcher to throw more than six scoreless innings in his debut. Seven strikeouts, tied for the most by a debuting Diamondback starter. But I want to ask you about the approach and 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 the, how you brought this kid up through the system and the waiting and the patience that you needed to show. To have him ready for this day, talk about that. Like, how have you guys had? I'm sure you've had your eye on him now for at least two years. Of course, of course. Um, you know, we've been locking on to a lot of our younger players that have been in the system. <clears throat> Amiel Sade, uh, Derek Ladnier have been pulling an unbelievable talent for the past five years since we all arrived here, and uh, that is starting to show. They're drafting great talent, great players, putting it, putting them through player development and letting him grow and learn with some amazing coaching. Um, but, and we've known that it's very rich. And, you, and everybody that follows the game closely can, can identify with that because we, have, we climbed from 30th in Major League Baseball with, with young talent to somewhere in the top five. So it's been emerging. We've known that. And the young players that are the position players have gotten here before the pitchers. And, and Nelson is one of, the, one of the early arrivers of that group. And there's more to come, and we're really excited about that. But, yeah, we've been paying close attention to his development. Of course, we watch that. We, we talk about it all the time. Josh Barfield, head of player development, will come into my office. I will be asking about the young kids all the time. And there's a lot to get excited about. But once again, it is a group that put this together for this to happen last night for Ryan Nelson. And then Nelson deserves all the credit for trusting and going out there and executing. Have you, you've been around this game a long time. We, we all have to a certain extent. Have, have you ever seen a guy making his major league debut who was so in control of himself <laughs> the way Ryan was yesterday? Yeah, it never uh, got cattywampus on him, right? He was just absolutely in charge of his outing, and we knew that that was going to be his his approach and his thought, and that's who he was in the minor leagues. When I saw him the other day, when I said to him, look, a true Major League Baseball player gets here because he's talented. A tough-minded baseball player will stay the course 
with what got him here. Because what happens is you want to change, you want to try and be too much, you want to throw too hard, you want to get that breaking ball to bite a little bit more. If you're the best version of yourself, which you've been training yourself to do for this moment, you'll understand that you don't change. And that, to me, is mental toughness, to resist the temptation to change. We know what time you get your Starbucks coffee in the morning. We know what your pregame prep is. If we see anything different, we're going to call you out. <laughs> and he was exactly the same when he walked in here. Uh, he's exactly the same with what everybody's been telling us, some of the deliveries and some of the mechanics that we've seen when we were in spring training. He was the exact same kid, and that was very impressive to me. Tori Lovello, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Tori, I'm going to ask you a question that Gambo asked of me just about 20 minutes ago, and I didn't have a real good answer for him. Can Zach Allen win the Cy Young Award in the National League? Oh, man. Um, I want to say 100% yes. I want to believe that he is one of the best right-handed pitchers in the National League. Um, does he have enough wins or you know, whatever? I don't really care. It's normally given to the best pitcher in the league, and his statistics certainly show that he has been consistent and getting in, and, and moving into that direction. So he deserves strong consideration. He should get votes 100%. How many will be up to the writers? but I think he deserves strong consideration. I, my, my argument was, just quickly, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I looked at him side-by-side side against Sandy Alcantara, and I can make the argument that Zach's better. I look at him against mm-hmm. Freed with Atlanta, I can make the argument that he's better. Gonsolin's hurt right now. I mean, I I can look at the guys that, that he would be in competition with. I don't want to give it to Edwin Diaz. I mean, I can honestly, I mean, his whip is better than Sandy Alcantara's. He's only got two losses right. all year long. He's got one of the incredible streaks in baseball going right now. I mean, I know he's not the favorite to win it, but I mean, I'm starting to think that 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 he that he should be that he should be the favorite to win this damn thing. I love where you're at. I, I totally agree with you, and we're obviously going to be biased because we see him every fifth day. And to me, the thing that's speaking out more than anything is he is very close to a club record for the scoreless innings. And you're talking about some names beyond that: Drysdale, um, Hershiser, uh, and it's a really impressive list of guys. And when you put yourself in that company and you're bringing you're bringing that that status to this conversation, you have to get consideration for being one of the best. But I don't want Zach to get sidetracked by that. I want him to go out there and execute. He's got five or six more starts. I don't know exactly how many. Um, you know, he needs to cash in wins. Unfortunately, it's it's a win loss thing that everybody looks at. But if we look deeper into it, which it sounds like you have, Gambo, um, and you've been talking about, I think he should get strong consideration. Uh, Jake McCarthy gets picked off first base yesterday by Blake Snell, and he steals the base. They mm-hmm. rush the throw. It's, I, I mean, I look, you know me. I've talked to you with about you. Post-All-Star break, you're second in baseball with 35 stolen bases. McCarthy's got mm-hmm. 12. Rojas has 11. They're first and second, you know, in the second half of the season in stolen bases. I I love what you're doing on the base paths. Does, d- does the speed that you guys have and the ability to go with these guys – like, on that play right there, was that just something that they're so worried about the speed that they just threw it away? Partly. Um, yeah, we do a lot of a lot of studying um, as a group. And, you know, Dave McKay, one of the best in the game, he'll, he'll target some things, bring it into my office. We'll talk over some, some situations where I'll give the okay without getting assigned to go out and do things. And Dave is unbelievable. We don't want to run into outs, period. There's only 27 of them. Um, but we identified a couple of situations uh, that, you know, Bell has trouble throwing the baseball. So if we did get picked off with a long hanging move from a left-handed pitcher, we could probably, before he reverses that throw to second base, we could probably beat that in there. It was probably going to be a wide throw. We were going to make people hurry. What I have been seeing, you're exactly right. I want to coach the team that I have. I want to manage the team that I have. And when I have all these weapons and there's so much speed, 
I don't want it sitting around. But when you don't have it, you can't force that. So now that we have it, we are forcing teams to play fast. Watch how fast infielders are picking up balls and having to deliver to first base. It's way faster than they ever prepare for. Pitchers, when they get a comeback, watch how fast they are unloading that ball to get that speed getting down the line. Outfielders having to get rid of the ball and throw the ball to home plate to throw fast runners out, scoring from second base. When you move too fast and you don't train that way, you're going to make mistakes, and that's what we're watching every single day. So six-man rotation, that's basically the kind of the plan moving forward, Skip? Yeah, I think so. We're going to stay right there for, for a little while. Um, and we're, we're obviously really excited about what Nelson did yesterday, and we're just going to keep building on that. We want to build in some rest for some guys. We've had a lot of guys that have been going super hard all year long, and they've been healthy. Just going to give them an extra day in between here and there. Some guys may may get sped up and stay on, on turn. Um, we, we will play around with that. Merrill is still on turn today. He was five days today. So we're going to adjust it, but we're going to give guys the, the rest they need based on the information we're getting um, and the things that we're seeing. We want to make sure we get through this season healthy. All right, this has been all positive. We're going to hit you with the one negative. You ready? Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Gee, I, who else would have brought the, the one negative thing up? Sure. sure. I, I, yeah, I, of course. I, of course I wanted to Jambo. tell him not really, but I <laughs> love Gambo, so we got to let it eat. Let's go. All right. Ian blew his fifth save. You guys have had 29 saves and 49 save opportunities. After the sixth mm-hmm. inning, your ERA is over five and a half, second worst in Major League Baseball. You got to do something about this. You got to do something about the back end of the bullpen. Is there any plans down the stretch to just try something different? Um, you know, we are obviously making adjustments every single day. Um, and we want to, we want to put guys in the best position to be successful. We will make adjustments. Um, you know, and it has been frustrating. I know that bullpen has been grinding and they've been working hard and the results have been, you know, they've been touch and go. They haven't been perfect. And we are aware that if we could play the what if game, um, but we do have what we have. We will allow these guys to go out and perform. You know, how are we going to develop young bullpen arms in our system? That has been a big conversation that we've had uh, inside of the, inside of my office about do we develop inside of, inside of our system? Um, Do we go out and get guys? We're still trying to figure out that balance as to how we build a very successful bullpen. Um, We've had good bullpens in the past. This bullpen has been good in, in, in different spurts. But you're right. I think when you look at the numbers and break them down, I can't sugarcoat it that it's been perfect. We do have to make some adjustments. How, how and when that happens, I'm not sure. But we're very well aware of it. Jory, we appreciate the time as always. Good luck tonight again, San Diego. We'll talk to you next week. All right, fellas. Have a good one. Thanks, Skip.